I just finished having a conversation with Alan Glanfield of Bellwether X uh, Agency, uh, where they help clients use video to humanize their brand and how they do that with e-commerce brands uh, specifically. So you'll get to hear his story. You also get to hear a little bit about how he actually helped a medical cannabis uh, company humanize their um, brand and product, especially being sort of a commodity type product and how to use the power of video to uh, differentiate. Enjoy this conversation on the e-commerce mindset podcast. I'm your host, Liron Hirschkorn, and this episode is brought to you by IncrementumDigital.com, where we help Amazon sellers and brands sell more products, lower your cost per click using the power of Amazon advertising. You can email me, Liron at IncrementumDigital.com to speak to us more about it or visit the website or contact me on social media. Enjoy the episode and uh, hope you are able to think about humanizing your brand through the power of video, um, even you know just from this sort of conversation on how you can utilize video more in your brand and, and develop that emotional connection with the end customer. Enjoy the episode of the show. Okay, so I'm excited to have Alan Glanfield on the podcast. Alan is the uh, founder of Bellwether X, uh, which is a uh, video marketing agency helping uh, Shopify brands, e-commerce brands, as well as lifestyle companies uh, humanize their brand and tell their story, uh, mostly through the power of video. He's also um, an e-commerce seller, um, uh, founder of Loyal Canine Co., um, has been a, a fashion designer for companies like Marc Jacobs, um, and has an interesting story of starting out doing marketing for the medical cannabis uh, industry. So um, lots to talk about. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Alan. Hey, thanks so much. Yes, awesome. Great, great to have you on. So yeah, let's jump um right into it your your company um you know sort of the mission and and you know uh, how uh, i heard about what you do is um, humanizing uh a brand and so why you know why is that so important and you know how do you go about especially like something like medical cannabis right like how do you how do you differentiate and you know one medical cannabis company to another, and how do you humanize that type of brand? I imagine that's pretty challenging. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of how this whole, you know, idea started. Is is um, was that big question? Is when we sort of uh, the, the medical cannabis industry in Canada when that started, it was the only um, way of um, getting cannabis. It was done online, and it still is to this day. So it is an, it is an e-commerce format. Uh, there is now a uh, consumer side that uh, that was sort of um, mm-hmm. is now available. There were stores and similar to what you see in some of the U.S. states. Um, but at the time, that was the only way of getting it. And so the only platform you had was online. And, um, you know, really at the end of the day, they, they all kind of create the same product. And, and it was and so it was this sort of question. And everyone obviously thinks theirs is the best. It right. was like, how do we? how do we differentiate the company? Um, and it was this idea of using uh, video and uh, taking, well, taking video very seriously and, and, but also a really great educational copy um, to 
humanize the brand, um, take their the subject matter experts um, and take the founders and the CEO and putting them in front of the camera to um, educate people on medical cannabis and you know the, the differences perhaps of how they grow differently or or um, how you know how they do things differently and also sort of creating this community in that and, and creating this human aspect where um, where people can actually feel like they're they're buying a product from um, from somebody and not just um, a strange online business with a logo and um, and and in that market you know there's 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 a lot of negativity and scrutiny over over quality um, you know because as a new industry they were they were now taking something that people were growing like in small batches and trying to do it at scale and so there was always this quality issue and these other things and we found very quickly that by um, humanizing the brand by putting these people out in the open and kind of opening that door and letting people see inside of how this whole business works really gave you so much more power and to um you know whether, whether even if, even if it was making a mistake or something not being as great as it could be the idea that um you know that you're a person made it so much harder for people to um, um look at, you know be negative towards this this your particular business that um, w- within the industry that is. Um, I mean, why do, you think, why do you think it has like a negative? I mean, obviously there could be some people that are pro medical marijuana or pro legalization of marijuana. There's yeah, some yeah. That are anti and they, you know, they think it's just a, a drug and it's bad for you and, and it shouldn't be utilized. But like, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of studies on the yeah. for medical marijuana, especially among, you know, glaucoma and cancer and like relieving pain and, and all this stuff. Well, why, why, why do you think it has such a negative? So it's a different kind of negativity, not a negativity towards like the efficacy of the product or that they support it. It's a negativity against profit like, corporations yeah, um, and these businesses that are like profiting from it. And mm-hmm. also just the legitimacy of these businesses, like having no idea who it is that's even operating it. That's essentially trying to sell you a, now a medical product. And not mm-hmm. just a recreational product, and so um, yeah, there's a you know there's ton there is many issues uh, like that these companies who are being operated by yeah like uh, I don't know people who don't have experience in operating businesses trying to scale something that was harder that was an organic product. I mean, is that is that what you that, found, or or the company yeah. that you that you were working with was not necessarily like it wasn't savvy business people. It was more like, well, no, like this was the difference was that they were very savvy. They did have background experience. They were actually using growing methods that were unique and um, more eco-friendly and, and had, and just even how they grew was superior to a lot of the other ways that other growers were growing. And so we were sort of armed with all these great, like we could actually be, it was, and I wouldn't, I could, I wouldn't sort of live, I couldn't live with myself if I had to sort of make anything up. And so we actually we came across this company who had all these great stories to tell. They were, they, uh, they gave back to charity and they did all these like really great things that no one was doing mm-hmm. and yet not talking about it and not, and not, and also not only not talking about it, but not, not coming from the people themselves mm-hmm. and the, and the experts in those growing methods and how it, how it helps the environment and not only creates a better product and all that. So 
we, you know, again, we, it, to this day, you get all this, people are reluctant to put themselves in front of the camera, but we sort of push them and we said, you know, let's, let's, let's get this sort of information out in the world. What makes you different? And let's like hear it from you and not just. Um, yeah. And I was, I was going to ask you, yeah. If like, you know, sort of the founders, you know, maybe didn't want to be front facing like who they are or who owns this, you know, marijuana business, right. Um, you know, maybe because of some sort of stigma um, yes. against, against sort of, you know, being in that industry or profiting from that industry or, yeah. you know, selling a drug, um, you know, um, yeah. Well, so, I think, yeah. I know. think they had these things other than the fact that they were growing cannabis um, they had these really like amazing, this platform to stand on. They cared about the environment. They were trying to give back to communities. They were doing these other things. So for them, um, they were, they had a bigger picture in mind. Um, and so they were kind of proud to be mm-hmm. who they were. And, and we, so by us sharing that, you, you know, you talk about creating loyal fans because really at the end of the day, like a lot of the products are going to be similar, um, often due to the restrictions of like product availability. Um, and, Mm-hmm. different companies being able to differentiate themselves by product offering was pretty limited. So really what they were selling was very similar, but having all these other things and telling these stories and making and, and having the people themselves talk about it mm-hmm. um, made these viewers and customers feel like they knew these people. And when we mm-hmm. would go to a trade show or whatever, people were engaging with the team as if they had already known them and mm-hmm. seeing that happen and seeing we ended up basically that with in in combination with like highly educational content, which again no one was doing. We by far had one had one of the highest traffic sites in the industry in Canada. Mm. Um, and and uh, I mean, do you think is it sort of like do you need an element of both storytelling and sort of education? Like, I mean, showing sort of like how you know how the product helped you know, an end consumer and telling that story as well as, you know, education around it. And I mean, and, uh, and were people that were coming to the site, were they not, did, did they not already sort of buy into the fact that medical marijuana can help them or do, you, or do they need to be sold on the fact? Yes. Yeah, so you have people that already bought in, mm-hmm. but then you have, you have this sort of word of mouth aspect where people are like, Oh, have you tried medical cannabis? Right. And they're like, Oh, I didn't think about that. And so now they're searching for information mm-hmm. and we jumped on that. So like we were all over that. We were like, there's this like group of people looking for information. So we had, and we just went all in. We, we had um, it in written form, video form. And we were in the middle of actually like doing everything in audio form as well in terms of educational material. And then on top of that, adding in, um, this, yeah, lifestyle, well, not lifestyle, but like just sort of storytelling and human aspect around, you know, um, around the company and, you know, the charities and even highlighting the charities that are giving back to, we even highlighted businesses that just aligned with their sort of, um, their beliefs and just sort of celebrated like green companies and other things. And by doing all that, we just created this sort of, you know, wholesome brand in, in, in an industry that like just was not really there. Right. I mean, how are, how are, has this company generating that, that traffic I'm assuming, and, and I don't know the laws in Canada, but I'm assuming maybe you're limited in, in sort of advertising. Yeah. So this uh, is purely organic traffic. Like SEO. Um, yeah. 
purely organic. And I think we were about 160,000 users a month. Visitors? Yeah. Wow. Um, purely organic, no paid. Uh, it was really amazing. Um, so, and so that sort of like sort of sparked this idea of like, man, just and obviously the customer where they're at and helping them and, and doing that in ways that can be more personable. You know, the more you see someone on video, the more, the more you feel like you kind of know them and, and engage with them. And, and it's just like, it's natural, right? Like we see someone's face, it, it hits all our senses. And, uh, and that really builds like you know, a lot of trust and, you know, yeah. So, I mean, that sort of confirmed our thoughts. And when we left that company and left that industry, um, you know, we were looking for a fresh start. Uh, we kind of had our, had our fun in that world and it was, uh, it really started to yep. blow up near the end of our time there. And we kind of wanted to try like get into different things, but it had confirmed so, a lot of, so yeah, a, so, lot of, a lot of what we do. And so this project ended, ended with this medical cannabis and you kind of, you 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 reached yeah. out. I think you reached out to them, right? And you really created this agency almost for them. But then when the project ended, you just saw yeah. like, okay, I have an opportunity to, to to take all the elements of what we what we did here and take it to other brands, especially in the in the e commerce space. So you know, I, I guess what advice would you would you have for those e commerce brands? I mean, do you think it's critically important for you know an e commerce brand to have one, not just video, but to have a founder on their video or like, you know, or, or, you know, what would you say to people that maybe don't want to be the face of their company? How do they sort of humanize and bring in those, those elements into their brand? Yeah, I think, I mean, I get when people don't want to be, in, be put themselves in front of the camera. Cause I'm like, I'm like one of them. It's like, I push, I push everyone to do it and I'm not even the greatest at it myself. Um, and it's something even I'm working on. So I understand the discomfort of that idea, but it is really like, it is really the age we're in, you know, when you look at blogging and YouTubing and people paying more attention to that than, you know, regular media. Um, you know, there is something to be said about just sharing the behind the scenes and, and, and your process because people really, really at the end of the day, people are looking to almost just look cool in front of their community and their friends and the more you give them the more you arm them, arm them with information on the background and, and the journey that maybe your product mm-hmm. took or or um, why you did something you know the, the better they look when when they have that product and someone asks they're like oh did you know it actually was done in this way and blah blah blah, blah. like by us sharing all that backstory it makes people feel like they're in the know of something that maybe someone else isn't and psychologically psychologically like those that's something that they'll want to share and it's going to help it'll help with word of mouth the more you sort of give people information mm-hmm. to work with. Um, and, and that's just one way of humanizing your brand. I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's other things you can be doing just by in any form of communication. Um, you know, podcasting is another thing, you know, we find video advantageous um, because if you figure out a format, you can also like extract the audio or turn that into copy or do other things with video. You can kind of get more, more for your effort in a way if, which is another sort of plus of why we sort of approach video and, and our agency actually just only really that's our main focus is video we don't do as much as we had done in the cannabis space we had kind of like we basically became like we do everything 
Um, we sort of distilled it down to video because we find it can also become the raw material for mm -hmm. other formats. And you could obviously um, use that video for your social media marketing and yeah, you, know. you can break it down into so many different things. Right. And, and basically, you know, without getting too much into the, our, our strategies, you know, you can really identify these sort of key buckets of like, you know, of your brand and just sort of create content within those buckets and, and to keep you sort of in line and not too overwhelmed with like, Oh, I have to do more video. What the heck mm -hmm. am I going to do right. next? Um, you know, there's ways to manage it. And, um, and I think if you're not really the one that wants to do it, you know, there might be someone in your company that would be happy to do it. Um, you may, you may want, you know, I mean, you may be looking at someone who's specifically there for that right. reason. Um, or, or yeah, I mean, or you find, you know, I think, I don't know. I, I, I get that. It's not, I get that it's not for everyone, but I think there's like ways to incorporate video. Um, and you can also leverage, and, and, you know, user, even user generated video, right? Like if you, yeah. if you encourage your customers or you could do contest 100%. contests or other things to get your customers to, mm -hmm. to give you video almost right. And then turn around and use and use that in your marketing. Right. And that, you know, that might be, that's, you know, pretty sort of common strategy you see now is even from, from an ad standpoint, it's like, okay, I'm going to create a video to tell you all about my brand. And I'm going to put that in front of you. And then when you engage in that, I'm going to retarget you with mm -hmm. social proof. And so does, does your company and, also run the ad side of it or, or are you only sort of creating the assets and then hand off to the brand to then, you know, utilize that in how they you know in in advertising or are you also managing the the you know sort of traffic generation using the video yeah i mean so we're, we're more focused on the strategy and the mm -hmm. production side uh basically we would be mapping out a, a basically a video site map um identifying all the opportunities for video and producing that with you um, and then sort of showing you how you can use it mm -hmm. and where and really get the most out of that investment, mm -hmm. right? And then, and then to go even further, like you said, break it up into little bits for social and other things. And, and, and then, yeah, like being like, hey, here's a, here's a very simple ad strategy for good. You can use this one. And so, you know, one video can be used in different ways. Um, and, and also just simple things of like, if you're investing in an about, about video, why aren't you, you know, mentioning it in your email signature? Mm -hmm. Like there's like other ways we can get people to consume our content. Right. Um, and it doesn't have to be the obvious like post to Facebook. You know, there's, there's more um, private ways of also getting that stuff out there. So we always, yeah, we, we want to map out all your opportunities for videos so that we can sort of um, identify the sort of journey of your customer and show them and talk about the right things at the right mm -hmm. time. And uh, and then map that out and, and give you sort of a strategy or a playbook to like how to mm -hmm. use that. Um, and yeah, I mean, so yeah, we don't you know we don't necessarily get into the actual running and managing of your advertising, right? You're, um, you're... But we can leave you we can leave you with this very simple mm -hmm. plan or something that you would hand off to right another, to not, to your, your to running team, yeah. to running the sort of traffic to that uh, to that yeah. Company. And I find like there's not a lot of you know, a lot, you know, a lot of these, a lot of ad agencies aren't necessarily the ones creating your career. Right. No, absolutely. Um, and, so. and so, I mean, how have you, I, I guess, do you, you know, what sort of, 
you know, have you seen has been, you know, sort of the, the difference in taking like a faceless brand um, and, you know, helping them transform to video story? I mean, do, you know, like, I mean, do you have specific sort of like examples of like, okay, we, we typically see this X conversion, X increase in conversion rate or, you know, um, increase in sales or, or engagement or like what can people expect? Because obviously, I mean, there's a variety of ways to produce video, but also, you know, there's obviously the investment and, and the cost in doing that. Is, is, it a, is it a long-term play? Can you get sort of like immediate short-term benefits? Uh, which I would imagine you could if you if you then use that content to drive traffic, right? And it resonates with people. Um, but um, you know what what can you what can yeah, you sort so, of expect? Like if I currently have, you know, an online store, and then you know we'll, we'll talk about Amazon a little bit too, because obviously I think I think video mm-hmm. is playing a bigger and bigger role in terms of Amazon marketing. Um, so uh, we can kind of talk about yeah. that too. But um, you know, sort of on you know on somebody's website and just having that assets, how does that sort of translate into sales and, you know, uh, for, for a brand? Um, yeah, I mean, so when we look at video, I mean, if you, if you, if you look at, you can do a quick Google search and just look at video consumption from like a statistic standpoint, it's, it's going up like mm-hmm. crazy every year, the amount of people that are consuming video over anything else online is i can't remember it's, it's high <laughs> um and so um that alone is sort of okay interesting maybe we should take this seriously um then we're starting to look at like okay what are what is sort of that uh what are sort of the um technical benefits from like say an seo standpoint mm-hmm. for my site why why should i invest in video um well you know one of one way your site is going to be ranked is by time mm-hmm. on site, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone's if someone's sort of consuming um, an article or a blog post or, or sort of a page that's informative, yeah, I mean that's why to this day, you know, there's a lot of people that will say long term, long form content written is still mm-hmm. highly effective, and and for that reason, and so now for also incorporating video, whether it's two or five minutes, you've just added time on site, like exponentially and if you imagine having video all of your site and we've now confirmed that people are more likely to consume video over other forms mm-hmm. of content well now we're getting we're getting a ton of time right. spent on site um and so that's you know that's one thing to be thinking mm-hmm. about um you know the other thing we yeah we, there's that just there's this sort of psychological aspect like yes we're becoming we're becoming more relatable um, people can buy into us. We feel they feel like a connection. They feel more comfortable spending money with us because they're just seeing you or or your say employees or just customers sort of engaging and enjoying whatever it is you're offering. Yep. Um, and so yeah, there's and yes, you're going to and you're going to see an increase in just click through rates um, and conversions. Um, and it was like eighty percent. You generally see an eighty percent increase in conversion on landing pages when you actually have video. Um, and yeah, and you, and you see, and almost a hundred percent, I mean, probably 90% of customers are going to say video, a video made help them make that purchasing decision. So for a lot of some of the brands we're working with, every product has a video mm-hmm. and that's part of their product right, page. Right. And, and that makes, um, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense, right? You, you know, you sort of have one 
sort of brand video that tells your story, tells maybe why you created the brand, why you created the products and humanizes the company and then Mm -hmm. having a video for the products themselves to showcase how how they're utilized, demonstrating, right? Just Mm -hmm. just sort of product videos themselves. And right. And then there's this other, you know, Instagram stories are video. Like that all counts as video, right? And it's and so yeah, I mean when you're like, okay, well what's my what's my sort of how am I engaging my community at at a personal like human level? You know, it could be every Friday I'm jumping on Mm -hmm. my stories or live to do to you know just have a kind of a a conversation um you know there's different things you can do that are more diy right and yeah so so it's going to ask you about that right so obviously that's not like pro video but obviously getting getting on an instagram live or facebook live or having um, a plan right right? so so is that something i mean you're generally kind of mapping out with your with your customers saying okay this is our sort of strategy and you're also advising them on this plan that you know yeah every friday you do a you know some kind of product showcase or talk about some kind of topic around your and then they just yeah. obviously get on their phone and implement the strategy yeah so we would yeah there's there's a professional side of what we're doing and then there's sort of yeah like um um a sort of how they can kind of keep it going when mm-hmm. once we've left right and what they can bring as the brand owners um and um yeah, it, it's more like how, sitting down with them, working out some ideas. We like to work in these sort of, um, we like to develop overall themes to reduce that, um, to reduce the sort of stress of saying, what am I going to talk about or post today mm-hmm. or this week to say, you know, we've predefined, you know, overall content mm-hmm. themes for you. And, and, and so that when you're trying to figure out what am I talking about, you at least know that it's within a particular subject or a particular right. idea. And that allows them to be like, oh, well, I can come up with like 10 ideas right. for that. And you're like, okay, and you're only doing that once a week? Well, you've just figured out in like five minutes your next two months right. of content or whatever, right? And so, you know, that we do sit down and work out a strategy for content for the long haul because it really it doesn't end, right? It's something you got to keep doing. And, um, and there's really simple strategies just on how you organize and like kind of theme out um, – what you're doing, it allows your sort of, it relieves a little bit of that pressure from your creative, trying to be like creative what, and, what and kind of gives about. you some boxes. To, so what would be, what would yeah. be an example of so like, we, you know, you have a, you know, uh, your, you have a sort of a, a dog uh, brand, right? That, you know, in, in e-commerce yourself, what would be some examples of content buckets that, you know, you could say, hey, you know, these are like three or four buckets of stuff that I'm going to go talk about, uh, you know, over the next month or two yeah so i mean that's why you you had to ask (laughs) that um that's uh that's something we're i'm sort of like you know this dog we we create these all natural dog products um uh that it's kind of what actually kind of really got me interested in the in the e-commerce space um that we we launched it we launched it um kind of off the influence of Mm -hmm. my dog um he had a little bit of a following and we sort of um, did that kind of did that took that approach and it kind of worked out and that little business sort of obviously we've been distracted by other our other work mm-hmm. and it's, but it's sort of lived and and been there and and now I'm sort of coming back to it and figuring out you know what I, I'm literally doing this right now I'm saying I've just been like working out all this strategy and plans and content for all these other companies mm-hmm. like I need to 
plan this for myself. We need to figure this for ourselves. So um, right now, for example, um, one of our content kind of buckets that we're going to be starting with is like uh, product process and development. Um, we create, we're creating all natural products or, and, and right now we're working on a, an organic um, shampoo mm -hmm. product that is going to be the first thing I launched into mm -hmm. Amazon. And, um, and I'm, I'm starting to record just on, even on my phone, our process of developing the product, uh, labeling, um, and, uh, and sort of bringing that product to launch. Um, and so that's something really is a bucket we could, should be able to do forever because we should probably always like be either reworking or developing right. new products. And so giving people that sort of background insight into that. And, I'm, and we'll probably just put that out in mm -hmm. stories on mm -hmm. Instagram. Um, and then another bucket would, um, you know, I think, I think there's, there's this sort of how-to DIY nature of even the pet mm -hmm. stuff. So I think we'll be looking at like that and, you know, some, some even natural remedies or things we could sort of um, safely um, and show people. Um, how to kind of do something themselves that maybe mm -hmm. is something that doesn't make sense for us yeah. to make, but you could go and do that yourself or how to like how to properly right. bath your dog or whatever like that. And we'll really do that. And we'll probably do it. And I think like say the shampoo product page, we'll have a probably pretty tight edited mm -hmm. thought of video, but we'll take that same idea and do it like raw, like and, right. on our phone. And, uh, and, and, and so would you, too. would you encourage um, brand owners in some ways, not to be overly concerned on their production quality, and no, I think consistency mm -hmm. is really everything. And consistency doesn't mean daily; it means whatever we right. decide it is. Let's just keep doing it, and um, I think that matters a lot. And and you know, I keep saying this, but it's it's a challenge. I understand that, and you know, it's part of um, something that you know as we're working on ways for people to manage um content on an ongoing basis and use video like we're working mm -hmm. that out too right ourselves because it is a challenge um and and that's again like finding these like little sort of uh overall themes that we can start to bucket thing in things into we can now sit down and be like okay like what are what are our next like five ideas specifically to this bucket and this one and this one and now if our posting frequency we want to kind of take it easy and commit to one or two posts a week well, we've already in a, in a, in a fairly sh hopefully short conversation mapped out a quarter's worth of mm -hmm. content. And then we're just going out and shooting it and we have purpose and it's not random and last minute. Um, and so, yeah, that's something that we're sort of like, we're in the phase of doing for the dog business as we try to um, revive it essentially. Yeah. Got it. So, so obviously there's the aspect of, you know, creating the content, creating the video, like any advice for sort of how to, you know, there's a lot of people that just post and post and post, but at the end of the day, there's like five people watching, right? Like how do you, right. how do you build up actually like, right? The second part of this, which is like, you need content, but then you also need to get that content in front of people. I mean, is, is, is paid mm -hmm. sort of amplification the best way to get people to even like notice you in the first place and then follow you, follow you from yeah. there or are there, you know, generally I would say paid and like partnerships mm -hmm. or influencers. Uh, well, not necessarily influencers, but, but I mean, okay. Okay. I guess it depends what you define right. as an influencer. I, my, my, 
someone who has influence, like actual influence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of followers who actually aren't going to influence anything, um, related to whatever you're selling, promoting. Um, so, you know, being careful with that, really understanding like, who am I, who am I partnering with Mm -hmm. or working with, but a partnership might actually be you, you not necessarily saying, Hey, can, can you provide value for me? Right. It's more like, Hey, I really think your audience would be interested in us. Like, what can I do to provide value mm-hmm. for you? And um, creating maybe content that they're able to share. Or, you know, we've done really simple, uh, you know, more guerrilla stuff where we're highlighting other brands and other products on your page that sort of pair well with whatever mm-hmm. it is you're selling. And they're, and right. they're resharing it because right. it's like cool. And, and it's, and for them, it's another a little piece of free right. content. And, we did that with the cannabis brand and we continue to do that. We, we, we highlight other businesses or other things that align with their brand and their beliefs and give them all the, we put them in the spotlight and give them all the attention and they are so excited that they share it with right. their That's audience. a great and, strategy, and, right? Or that's a great sort of, you know, um, great tool. And it plays into a lot of the ways that you do your marketing, right? If you're doing YouTube videos, you can invite you can mm-hmm. invite somebody who has you know uh, somewhat of a following or something in your space to come come on your channel yes. or you know do it do an interview exactly and we've well, and we've seen that like especially with some of the big photographers mm-hmm. um, Peter McKinnon and some of these other big guys that are on YouTube you've seen them and they 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 cross promote like crazy and like a smaller a smaller guy would come on and provide value to Peter McKinnon's uh, audience. And therefore, he's just grown his right. channel immensely just by like providing value to that that guy. So I mean, you know, I've I've followed some of these guys in that world mm-hmm. as an example, and I've and you've seen their channels blow up because and they're constantly crossing. Another, um, you know, something I I read about this week is a brand that has been very uh, successful. Actually, the brand is Ridge Ridge Wallet. Um, mm-hmm. and I read a, a post, mm-hmm. uh, I'm in a private forum with them and they have done very, very well by sort of YouTube sponsorships, like, you know, not, not a dedicated sort of review video, but more of like product placement or an ad in a, in yeah. a video that, you know, is going to be more likely kind of to engage in just being like a product review video that people just kind of see as a commercial. Um, and they've, they've right. done very well in sort of like yeah like partnerships with and then what they've done beyond that is they they've agreed and they've in a lot of cases will pay more in additional sometimes five figures plus to get the rights to take cuts cuts out of that and then um especially if the youtuber sort of has a is sort of kind of somewhat famous and has a following to target their audience you know facebook or youtube or elsewhere with like a cut of that sort of promotion um and then use that video content in their uh in their advertising and i think that's another great great approach is to do outreach and you know and basically the formula there that i've seen is paying per impressions right so you pay you know they're paying anywhere between three and like fifteen dollars per one thousand um 1000 viewers of that video that gets that gets mm-hmm. created so they kind of know what they're they they kind of they kind of maybe know what to expect and and you know maybe they base the expected viewership off the previous like 10 videos that 
you know, that that creator has put out. So they get an idea of like what what it's going to cost them. Um, and um, right. they're doing just outreach on on YouTube. Um, the post that I read was um, basically how they've seen just like a lot more benefit out of doing this on YouTube versus like an Instagram where, you know, the, the post on Instagram mm-hmm. sort of lives for especially a story or even a post, right, lives for a very short period of time versus YouTube that, you know, has a much longer lifespan, um, you know, with that, right. with that content. So, um, yeah, it, um, you can't, you can't search with intent really mm-hmm. on Instagram right. very well. Yep. Right. With, with YouTube, you know, you could be searching for something specific and yeah. So that the longevity is, well, right. I mean, it could be found forever. Whereas, you know, content on Instagram is going to be lost unless you go and, just specifically just someone's feet or profile and scroll. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so, um, you know, let, let's, um, let's switch gears uh, a little bit, um, you know, and, you know, maybe you can ask, you, 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 we spoke kind of earlier, right. You can ask me some, some, some questions, um, you know, around Amazon as you, you know, Amazon has videos getting more and more important on Amazon. Um, I also see a lot of, future placements of video where where it doesn't exist now um so right now actually this week amazon has been testing even moving um if you have a video on your listing um on mobile it's actually moved to the second position so the second image after Mm -hmm. your main image has been video um usually it's the last one you know that you kind of um scroll through um but on mobile this week it's moved to the second spot video ads are um, doing very, very well um, on Amazon right now. They're taking up a mm-hmm. tremendous amount of space. These are like 45 second or less clips. Um, and then I see video also getting more placements, including people's uh, what's called their A plus content, which is like their, if you have brand registry or product description video, I think is going to come there too for across all brands. So video is getting a lot more important. Um, and at the same time, like, like, that's a lot of the place that you sort of can tell your brand story. You can tell it through images and through your, you know, a plus content, but video is a great place to be able to tell your story. How would you, you know, sort of advise, like you have sort of like this one video that can get more attention on your, even though you could, you could actually pull more than one video, but you can put this like one video. I mean, should you, you know, should you have a product demonstration video? Should you have the owner talking like, you know, how would you sort of advise, mm-hmm. like, you have a limited amount of space, would you do some kind of combination? Like, what what would be sort of the best way? And, and it and is, would you say it's highly dependent on the product? Or like, you know, sort of what would be the best way to position video, you know, where on the listing where you don't have, you know, you're in a marketplace environment, people are jumping from one listing to another, they're comparing you they're they're not necessarily spending that same amount of time they might on your website, kind of scrolling, watching, you know, a product page video, watching your home brand right. video. Um, how do you, how do you sort of maximize that uh, on a like marketplace type environment? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it, you know, when we look at why people are on Amazon, you're not searching for brands. Right. Right. Like you're looking for a yep. product and then you're like looking through all of them and you're looking at the product options that are, supplied by different brands and sometimes we don't even care or even think to look right. at who makes it. Um, so I think considering that, you know, when you're saying, well, what kind of video am I pr- going to put out there? It, it, I would, I would, I would assume the best thing would be product focused, um, a right. product focused video, how that works, 
um, letting people see it in action, whatever it is, using, yeah, using um, user-generated content, um, lacing that together potentially mm -hmm. to be um, a series of actual people mm -hmm. using it. I think, I think people are yeah, product focused and are looking for social proof, yes. right? And reviews. And I think you, your video should do the same thing, should be focused on the pro on the product and consider it another sort of form of reviewing where we're showing existing and previous customers loving what, whatever you're providing. Um, I think that would be your video. I think, and this is sort of my question is like, I'm not going to have brand registry anytime mm -hmm. soon. And so like, what are my options when I don't yep. have that? Um, but as far as I know is when you do have that, you got a lot more space to maybe tell the yep. additional stories and show a lot more. But I think if you could only do one, you know, really people are there to like seek out a product. Right. I, I, I think diving into your backstory is probably not the time and place to do right. that. Um, it may be something that if you were able to follow up with an email or some other form of communication mm -hmm. down the road that you might say, Hey, you know, I know you loved our product. You know, here's a little bit about right. us and what and makes you our can, whole business. You can really use great. that in like a product insert, for example, right. Where you send, where you kind of yeah, share your exactly. story more and maybe you can send them to uh, a page that has a coupon or a warranty. And then maybe you can tell more of your brand story and kind of connect and, and, and send them to use that insert to maybe yeah use that insert as an opportunity to maybe push people to create user-generated content right and submit it for like you, some right? like some kind so of for future uh, stuff some kind of contest right or prize or something to, yeah. to be able to to create that yeah. um and by the way um you can pretty much get brand registry right away um so there's a couple ways if you already applied for a trademark then there's now a link. Um, uh, I had it on my Facebook wall in the last week or so. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, so that's it. I've, I've applied for my trademark. I never really so thought about it. Um, and now it could be like, who knows, right? It yeah, it's months. usually like seven to nine months. So there's now a sort of wait list kind of thing with Amazon where you can submit that you have a trademark okay. in process. And I've seen people within a week get their brand registry. And then there's also something really? where if you haven't applied yet for a trademark, there's a program called IP Accelerator that allows you to apply with like a vetted Amazon attorney, uh, attorney vetted by Amazon. And if you use them um, to apply, then they'll give you the brand registry right away. So, um, yeah. So Interesting. Um, I'll get you. Um, yeah, I'd love to get, I'll that. get you that, that uh, link. So, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I think video is an advantage right now, right? Like for when you look at Amazon, um, we I've been sort of reviewing the competition on there for our product and you know, I'd, I'd say just good, good overall content in mm -hmm. general. If you just are investing yes. in that for your listings, I think you, you obviously that's, that's one way to have an edge. Cause again, it's like, I'm landing on your product. I want to see that. I want, I care about reviews. I want to see if people like it. I want to make sure it does what I think it does. And I'm not, you know, I want to, if I can do that even faster, just by simply watching a 30 second yep. video. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, if there is, if I'm looking at a product and it has a video, um, you know, I'm watching it. And, you know, if the video. I've almost always yep. clicked on them and I'm always like pleasantly surprised when, when I do click on a listing and there's a video. I'm right. like, oh, cool. Yeah, because it gives you more, you know, it just gives you, yeah, more information, more insight, more, you know, ways. Yep. And, you know, I, I was looking for a product yesterday and I was comparing some listings and, you know, I see some listings with like not great English on the images and I'm like, right away, I'm, I'm just not buying. Because, you know, yeah. uh, I maybe don't 
trust the seller as much if you know um if if the this was a product this is a a beauty product that i wanted to get like sort of u.s made and stuff and if it's like a chinese based seller then uh, i don't want that product from uh being made in china um and um like a health you know product that i'm gonna put on my body yeah um so like you could yeah i mean they're immediate signs uh if the content is not great that i'm not buying and i don't really care how many reviews this product has and and even with Amazon, you sort of like the more you know about Amazon, the more you realize that maybe you can't necessarily trust all the reviews. And, you know, um, it, right. it gets a little it gets a little scary from like, you know, once you know too much, you know, uh, a buying standpoint. And so I really need to like vet. And yeah, if there's, if there's a video and I see the founder, you know, and I get to hear the story and like how the product is made and like what standards right. I adhere to and all that. Um that gives me more trust, um, you know, to buy, to mm. buy from the brand. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think as Amazon becomes more saturated, it's probably you're going to see a lot of that, right? Like people are like, Oh shoot, we can't just expect people to buy our product. We like, it's, there has to be a brand behind it. Yeah. You know, and, and certainly there's the element to that, you know, sometimes people will just want to Google the brand, right. Just to see, you know, mm-hmm. if, legitimize it right so then going having that website where people are searching and they see something there and there's video and then yeah humanizes them i think um i think makes um, a lot of sense um so um any you know final tips for you know um people who are looking to you know develop their brand more off amazon and like you know sort of like what are the first things you you'd recommend that they consider doing um, yeah, I think, I think investing in a couple of those sort of cornerstone videos could be very helpful. Um, and, and, you know, there's all, you know, if you sort of come up and figure out your own strategy, even based off of this conversation of like a couple of the video types you want, a couple of like bucketed themes that you might be able to talk about on an ongoing basis. Um, you know, there's two types of people who can help you out there you know there's just videographers guys that make Mm -hmm. nice videos and then there's like video marketing guys and so that you know and if you have your own strategy and your own thing figured out you know you can get a lot you you can find a a local person for probably fairly inexpensive to just go and shoot that video based on your plan and your strategy um you know if you want if you don't have a plan or strategy then you have to look at someone who's not only going to produce the video but bring a plan and a strategy to that um i think it's worth the investment and i think if it's done well and and really is like by cornerstone i mean like topic especially at about video or telling your story or a, or a, or a something about your process something that like really won't change or change quickly um that's content that can kind of last for a long time and be repurposed Absolutely. and, and um, like as far as like what you do i mean are you you know so so people kind of know right like at what level does it make sense to 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 work with you? Is it like big budget brands? Is it like you know, what kind of budget should somebody have set aside for like? Okay, I want to develop a strategy. Maybe I want to shoot some video with it. I mean, is it five thousand? Is it ten thousand? Is it twenty five thousand? Like, at which kind of level does it make sense to say, okay, I'm I want to work with a, you know, with a, you know, video, not just not just shooting a video, but like sort of like video strategy game plan. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, so that's the nice thing is if you, you know, you can, there's not just myself, but there's other people out there that you can basically just invest in the strategy and be left mm-hmm. with all the, the content plan uh-huh. to like go and run with yep. yourself. And, you know, that can be as, you know, some people it's as little as a thousand dollars to kind of work out a plan for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, it goes up from there. We do a lot of our pricing is um, value-based pricing. So it's kind of depends on yep. the business. Um, so we work from really, really small companies to larger companies. And um, so it, it kind of, it might fluctuate in right. that sense. Um, so but uh, sort of like, yeah. And then like, from, there shouldn't be an issue where you're like too small, right. To like have this, have this sort of like uh, opportunity to be, to be able to create a a video strategy. Yeah. So I think, I think a strategy is sort of really like one of the most important things I have. Right. Uh, We often will see people saying, yo, I created this video and, but there was no like reason Mm -hmm. for it. And there's like, well, what are you trying to, what are you telling someone to do? Right. What do you, what do you, what do you, what action do you want them to take? And there's no call to action. No one knows. And so, um, yeah, like having that strategy, you can then say, well, I'll just go shoot this myself or I'll go find a student to do it. Or, or no, I want, I want the big guns and I want to do something bigger. Um, but it ranges even with us when it comes to production, we can use very lightweight gear and very, very sort of Mm -hmm. simple lean setup Mm -hmm. or we can bring out the big bulky stuff and, and and do you know television grade cinema grade stuff it's um so it all depends and that's kind of a nice thing and not everyone works that way but we're we we always our budgets are sort of pretty fluid depending on what what someone wants and you know in a lot of our conversations it's really understanding like what sort of value are you bringing here like if this video converted one person like what is that worth and it and so how many people do we need to convert based off say this one video to become a buyer how many do we need to get to make this basically right. paid for and often it's a lot less than mm-hmm. you think and and some and some industries you know they're they're you know especially in b2b when it may be like really high value right. stuff video video if, if if video converted converted people you know you know even 60 percent more of the time it's 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 huge returns. Right. So it's, uh, and, and we know video does that. And so, you know, when, when someone's one, when one, the value of one client is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, you're like, what if we just converted one mm-hmm. person, you know, and then, and that also will help justify like the sort of investment you make in terms of production. Like absolutely, if I'm selling a hundred thousand dollar products, my video should look like it's selling a hundred thousand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so, you know, there's, there's different ways that, so, you know, all the time people are asking, well, what's the cost? And that's just a loaded Uh, question and it can go in so many directions. Because it's all depends Um, on what you're trying to do. If you're shooting, so we're, you know, sort of like just a product demo video versus a whole brand story, right. And developing that. that And and it's become, yeah, it's budget It's whatever budget you have, but sometimes people sort of uh, feel so much more comfortable and let go of the budget conversation. Once we like do a bit of math and say, man, like, if we spent $5,000 on this video, you know, you really don't have to like, and this video could be relevant to you for five years. Like, do you think we could convert like, I don't know, say 20 people over his right. lifetime? Then people are like, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, we've, we've returned, you've made a return right. on your And then obviously like, for yeah. 
sort of e-commerce product, you know, you're selling something for 20, 30 bucks, you know, it needs to, it needs to convert more people. But, um, you know, again, we know. Yeah. So in that case, it would be like, Oh, I have 10 products. So we're pricing out like 10 product videos. They're going to be, they're going to be all the same format. So from like a production standpoint, you know, shooting them, once you figured out the one, you're kind of just rinsing right. and repeating. So, um, you know, it gets, it gets, it's affordable in the sense that, you know, you figure out your little formula for your product videos and you it gets cheap, doing them. It gets so it's not like a product. Right. Whereas like maybe a bigger about video that has a bigger, deeper story mm-hmm. requires travel, maybe going to different places to like sort of reinforce mm-hmm. your story, you know, like that's can right. add up, right. Because you were just showing and telling more. But yeah. So it all depends, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I think this was, uh, you know, great kind of getting people to think about, um, you know, how to humanize and tell stories, but especially, you know, I think for e-commerce and for even Amazon, because like, yeah, there's so much competition and the, uh, a lot of people selling sort of almost commodity type products. And like the one thing they can't, somebody can't copy is your story, right? So you know, I think there's a lot to be said to to using video for uh, in your in your marketing and um, getting getting more people yeah. to think about how how do I connect this product like with somebody on an emotional level and and I think there's some things you can only connect emotionally through mm-hmm. through video. Um, so, Alan, how do how do people- yeah? If you if if you sorry if you like if you think about it and if you're comfortable doing it, like if all of a sudden someone sees your face and your voice. And, and, you know, you've just, you've established something that like your competitors aren't able to. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and if you're yeah. consistent, right. If you are getting in front of yeah. an audience, you know, or, you know, people see you sort of consistently. Uh, I think there's, the, the, again, depending on how you're marketing, if you're marketing sort of in a community yeah. of your audience and they see you consistently, uh, you know, they trust, it builds trust over time. And, you know, I think there's, there's a lot to be, um, to be to be set for mm-hmm. that, or or even like developing a podcast around your brand and products, or even a physical right. product, um, you know, should and could have a podcast um, around it. And when you are in somebody's ear, it's this like sort of intimate relationship, um, you know, that's different than you know maybe other types of uh, of relationships. Um, yeah. 100%. So, how do people get in touch with you, uh, Alan, if they want to kind of explore more? on you know what you can help them with as far as their video strategy or if they just want to connect with you personally on on social media um how do they get in touch yeah so um the our company's bellwether x it's uh, b-e-l-l-w-e-t-h-e-r-x um and so i'm alan uh alan a-l-l-a-n at bellwetherx.com or uh we're the same on instagram at bellwetherx and same for the website. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be found anywhere. Happy to happy to chat. Um, during when and when not when the when when all the sort of shutdowns started happening in March and April, I sort of opened up my calendar just to have, um, you know, little little chats and little strategy, mm. uh, fifteen minute, twenty minute strategy sessions with people, and sort of brainstorm a few ideas to leave them with uh, some oh, great. content mm-hmm. to go with. And you know, I'm still happy to do the same. So if someone wants to reach out and just have a little chat or get our thoughts or you know, give them some ideas for content. I'm happy to do that. It's, it's um, yeah, something I'm, I'm always happy to give back. Awesome. That's, uh, that's, that's great. So yeah, reach out to Alan if you want to talk more 
about uh, the power of utilizing video in your brand. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming on and sharing. I think there's you know probably a lot somebody could take away and think about um, how they could be using video in a better way for for their brand. So uh, really appreciate you uh, coming on uh, and and sharing some strategies with us. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you have not joined our Facebook group, e-commerce mindset group, please uh, join the group and continue the conversation. There's a lot of uh, conversation and posts happening around selling on Amazon e-commerce and mindset in the group. And I'll see you on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset podcast.